good Dragon Con stories for the podcast? Or we do have some Dragon Con stories. But first, I should say, hey, everybody, welcome to the Einstein Simplified <laughs> oh! Podcast. Because we were secretly recording during <laughs> oh. all of that, although I don't know if it will all make it onto oh, embarrassing. The oh, man. I was saying episode. things. Episode. Yeah. This is <laughs> so sneaky. Gosh. Gosh. It's almost like they can't see my computer. No. Hey guys, so uh, I'm your host, Aaron Littleton, and also with me we got Greg Huff. Hello. Hey, hello. Hello. And Travis Donahue. Hello. The aforementioned uh, <laughs> Jeff. 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 <laughs> still Jeff, my, Jeff. Still my favorite audience. That was, a, I don't, that was either one really confused person in the audience or one clever person in the audience. I it, just was, it was what I hosted, not the last time, but the one before when that came up. And yeah. I was right. like, give me somebody for a game. And they're like, Dave, Aaron, and Jeff. And I was like, <laughs> someone said Jeff. Who the hell is Jeff? <laughs> the guy in the red shirt. <laughs> like, oh, not my name. <laughs> it is now, though. It just look like a Jeff. Yeah, that's that's been marked on your soul. Yeah. On your, <laughs> your tomb- soul. On Stamped your, on your on soul. On your tombstone, Travis, quote, Jeff. Donahue, and then your your death quote is, please call me Jeff. <laughs> that will be your improv tramp stamp. <laughs> oh, wow. Please improv, call me Jeff. Improv tramp stamp. Oh, good lord. Uh, but yes, uh, just got back from Dragon Con this, uh, over this weekend. I did not make it this no, weekend. No, Greg, usually a Dragon Conner. Not, not there this weekend, though. For Sad. Mysterious reasons. <laughs> More like monetary reasons. Monetary reasons. <laughs> the mysteries of money. Everyone, <laughs> everyone knows money is, is quite mysterious. Uh, uh, but yeah, that was, that was fun. Did some stuff there. Uh, did some improv stuff there, actually. Uh, I was telling Travis before we came in. Um, I was on this uh, comedy podcast panel, and oh, yeah, yeah I cool. was I was quote additional panelist. <laughs> <laughs> I love that additional panels. Uh huh. I mean, my name was in the description, but in the DragonCon app, rather than having a link to my credits, it was just said additional panelist. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, happy to be here. Yeah. <laughs> Just honored to be considered. Um, so y'all did some improv on that podcast? No, we just talked about running a comedy uh, a comedy podcast, but most everybody up there was of an improv background. Um, but there was quite funny afterwards, there was a dude on there named Mark Gagliardi, who is pretty big improviser. He's been on like... Poly- I know that name, yeah. Yeah, he runs his own quite popular podcast, and he's been on um, like Paul Tompkins' is- podcast spontaneous nation i believe and a bunch of other stuff like i mean like really top quality improviser mm-hmm. and uh, of course during the during the panel i had mentioned einstein simplified you know just you know naming my podcast because they wanted me to and uh i went over after i'm like hey man it was great being on a panel with you and he's like oh yeah awesome and uh i'm like let's get a selfie if you don't mind don't you? so <laughs> we got a selfie had my megan moment there <laughs> and uh megan jones uh, Hey. No, she's not here. <laughs> she's not. Um, <laughs> that's, and, a good, that's a good impression. Yeah, that's pretty good, right? <laughs> and um, after that, he goes, "Hey, man, are, are you from Knoxville?" And I'm like, just, "Like, because I didn't say anything about Knoxville. You know, like I'm just a dude on a panel with." Yeah. I go, "Yeah, yeah, I'm from Knoxville." And he goes, "Dude, yeah. Einstein Simplified yeah, came to my high school." I'm like, what? He goes, dude, I went to Farragut. I'm like, what? <laughs> so apparently, I mean, and this was back in the 90s, I believe he said it was sometime in the 90s. So, you know, yeah. OG Einstein Simplified yeah. came and like <laughs> performed improv for a dude that would eventually become like quite a well-known improviser. 
That's really cool. Yeah, I, I thought that was really neat. But uh, well, you know, Farragut has an improv team for the students there. Yeah, he said yeah. he did improv in <laughs> high school. So yeah, I'm, I'm guessing it's all. It's one of the only high schools I know of around here that does something like that. I wonder if it's been around as long as you know he was uh, there, or uh, if it sort of started afterward. I don't know because one of our. Uh, I, now I'm forgetting her name. Mm. <laughs> she comes. She comes to shows a lot in the summer because she's a teacher at right. uh, Farragut, and um, she also teaches like the film and like the they do like they put on plays and stuff like that too. Yeah. And I'm and, like so maybe she's the one that did that because she's really involved in that part of oh, like, that, the creative I mean, aspects well and stuff be. like that. Yeah. Because they did. I, I used to help with the film festival in Gatlinburg, and they the students submitted a film. It was basically almost like a trailer mm-hmm. for a film. Or no, it's it behind the scenes making of like a their film. It was like right. a zombie film. Yeah, and we're like, this is freaking awesome. Yeah, now we want to see the actual film. So we that the we talked them into bringing their actual film. So we showed their making of documentary, and then there's a special the screening. Itself. We showed the actual film, and it was oh, like, that's fantastic. It was all done by her and her students. So it was like really kind of awesome how they do it. So, so she's really involved in that kind of stuff. Now, killing, I can't remember her name. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's awesome. I know she though. listens to this. She'd be like. <laughs> Greg, uh, I could put even more pressure on you. <laughs> you could. I could say, I could say, if you email me her name before I edit this podcast, and I will edit it in right here. I could, I could Facebook it right now. <laughs> <laughs> She's my Facebook maybe, friend. Maybe you should do that because I don't want to go and edit this later because I hate editing. Um, yeah. Also, uh, something else happened at Dragon Con. I played this game called the National Strategic Decision Making Game. Okay. It's really interesting because you can only play it at conventions because it's run by a staff of people. And they come in and they break you up into different countries or cells. And it's a four-hour game. Okay. And I played it three <laughs> times. I played I played 12 Good hours Lord, of this God. game. God, in a row? No, not in a row. Oh, wow. Like one a day. Like one on Friday, one on Saturday, one on Sunday. Was this down in the... Um... That's not the worst thing in the world. Was this down in the gaming area of the Hilton? Of the Hil- no, it's in the Hilton, mm-hmm. but it's in the uh, it's it's in the it's part of a track called the War College, which <laughs> is just this they, these dudes just run the whole track, right? Yeah. But the main feature of the track is this game that they the run. tracks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not, <laughs> it's not that huge. Yeah. But it's fantastic because these guys they all they all they all either have worked or work for the federal government and they understand how the bureaucracy works mm-hmm. and they run this game for the state department too and what happens oh, wow. is you go in and you give you get assigned different roles in different countries then you get the setup for the the game you know they'll just tell you like okay this is a modern you know contemporary game and you won't see a lot more detail for that until you get into the game or they might have it be specific like a world war 1 game in the first game I played, there, our two cells were Iran and who was also... Oh, was it the United States? Yeah, it was the United States and Iran. And I was in Iran. And I was this uh, Ayatollah. And I ended up being quite a powerful Ayatollah. Like, I could depose the, the president if I needed to. But eventually, it turned out I was elected to this position. Wait, yes. were you the Ayatollah of rock and roll? <laughs> no, I should. Okay. I can't okay. remember. It was a lot. It was like the Montezillians, or I don't remember what it was. I'm, I'm, I'm butchering that. But uh, it turned out this the for whatever like I was the moral compass for the entire country. Like it was one of my elected you? powers. Yes, it was poor Montezillians. And yeah, no, I know. So 
we were having some problems with ISIS, like you do, and uh, <laughs> there are those those troublemakers. <laughs> Yeah, Would have gotten so, away with one for you, ISIS kids. This, <laughs> this game is this, is really like this free flow improvisation almost game because you can you walk around, you talk to people, and you've all got roles that you can you know hear and whatever, or you can see, and um, everyone has goals that they try and meet. And whenever you do it, an, an official action that impacts the world, you you write up this little action card, and you get other people to sign off on it, and then you hand it to the game masters, and they process that in some way. And there's like a news feed. That's running the entire game. You got to keep up with what's going on in the rest of the world and that kind of stuff. Sounds and, complicated. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> it's it's like it's it's complicated, but also the most natural thing because there's really no game mechanics except for occasionally getting people to sign off on the stuff you do. Everything else is just talking. It's just it's just like real world politics and going back and forth with people. And then the game masters, when you do stuff that you know you agree to, they somehow process it. I think they have some amount. of you know, like number crunching they do behind the scenes. But yeah. player player wise, it's just like running this like really long, super intense mock you win. You know, it's it's crazy. But you run back and forth and and uh, so one of our Ayatollahs, without telling anybody, decided to take a visit to Syria, I believe, which was not a good idea because they were having lots of problems with ISIS in Syria. Somewhere. And he was shot down and killed. And oh. then beheaded on the internet. Oh no. So like right there in the middle of the room. Like a, this yes. is very intense. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's real bloody. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, man, this is it's a, it's a wonder I survived. Uh, and you loved it so, so much, you went back for thirds. Yeah, so we were having some problems with the United States getting on board with helping us against ISIS. Because because we're bastards. Yeah. So it, the the military leader who I got to give like as the he was already a, a military leader, but I appointed him as Iran's like military head because I'm the moral compass, right? He has to. He basically has to listen to me. I say, hey, man, why don't we make me my own personal assassination squad? And he's like, okay, you're my moral compass. This seems reasonable. So he made me an assassination squad. And then after the Ayatollah was killed, I said, wouldn't it be great if there was another tragedy that could bring the East, us, and the West together, like, with mutual tragedy? Oh, I think I'll kill the Pope. So, oh, God, So no. I sent my assassination squad which I had previously had made, to assassinate the Pope. And it was a false flag operation, and they pinned it on ISIS. You've angered our resident Catholic in the room. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sometimes, sometimes you got to break a few eggs if you want world peace. This is our resident yeah, Catholic. A few eggs being the Pope. The Pope. <laughs> so it shows, up, it shows up on the news feed. And then it's like... Multiple bomber, multiple suicide bombers kill Pope in Rome. Jesus. ISIS blamed, or like evidence leads to ISIS, and so immediately we're like, United States, you've also had like a Western religious leader die, and our Ayatollah died. We should work together in a coalition against ISIS. And it worked. This sounds like a Doctor Doom plot from. I know, like, right? <laughs> I realized I became quite evil very fast. All you had to do was kill God's right hand man. Yep. Down here. <laughs> How did you survive? How did God not strike you down? Down for real. You know, my God, I was the Ayatollah of the, the mozzarellas. You know, it's like you can't do it. The mozzarellas? Um, so, <laughs> we're eating pizza right now. Yeah. That's why, Kate, why yeah. I said that. But. Yeah, that's not racist. Um, <laughs> the mozzarella. Yeah, the, the, the mozzarella. It kind of rhymes a yeah. little bit. <laughs> yeah, so um, I basically have to spend the rest of the game planting false information. <laughs> Uh, to keep the the heat off my back because it kept almost coming out 
to everyone that I was the one that killed the Pope. Eventually, I, when when I discovered our, our intelligence minister, who I had also assigned, found out that I was the one that killed the Pope, didn't care, and said, like, we need to, like, run some, you know, false, you know, we need to keep this under wraps. I'm like, yeah, I agree. So we, uh, we ended up assassinating my assassination squad. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Seriously, this sounds like a something I've seen recently in a TV show. Not like, not exactly, but like just someone like, "Hey, you did this for me, and now I have to kill you so you don't leak it to someone yeah. else." Then, then my intelligence minister came and told me that one of the other players had somehow gotten wind that it was me, and was trying to tell that to the CIA. Oh, so yeah. we went like, who was an American player? So we went and had a meeting with the CIA. I'm like, actually, it's that guy that killed the Pope. Like, do you have any evidence? <laughs> They're like, he goes, do you have any evidence? He goes, um, no, we don't. I mean, like, we don't have any evidence. Like, but a game master told you that it was him, right? And I'm like, yeah, a game master told us, obviously, yeah. <laughs> How else would we know, right? He goes, well, can you somehow bring me evidence? Like, what if we execute that player for killing the Pope? Will that satiate you? <laughs> I said yes. <laughs> so we executed the dude that was trying to rat me out for killing the Pope. This also sounds a little Macbeth-like in a way. Yeah. Well, eventually, eventually the splits in Iran got so bad that people were... The other Ayatollahs, the conservative Ayatollahs, because somehow I was the liberal Ayatollah, tried to have me assassinated and failed. Because you're, you're yeah, cause Ayatollah of Mozzarella. Yeah. And when, <laughs> or, or Motorola or whatever and it is. And the secular... Dip, yeah, the Ayatollah of Motorola. 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 <laughs> the... Uh, <laughs> When, when it became very clear there was this, becoming this huge divide, the military staged a coup. And then the military leader came over to me and said, Hey, um, you're my moral compass. I have the president in jail. What do you want me to do now? I said, Declare me grand leader of Iran, I guess. <laughs> if you have to. So, yeah. So, it, the game ended with like Iran being under a military dictatorship ruled by me. It was a pretty fun game. <laughs> that was one. That was just one. That was just one of them. That was just one of them, sir. The other ones we just built a playground in Jersey. No. <laughs> others, uh, what, else, what else happened? Uh, the Pope takes revenge in Game yeah. Three. <laughs> Mecca Pope. Mecca Pope. Now let a failed coup attempt against the, against the Chinese president. We in uh, Game Three. Oh, okay. Yeah. That well, was... that sounds interesting, though. Yeah. I mean, you, mean, played, you played that in years past, haven't you? A few times, yeah. yeah. I remember you mentioned it last year when I was at Dragon. Yeah, uh, I go with our buddy Mike Sharp. He likes to play it. Yeah, I've he heard come, him mention it. He comes so, yeah. to the Einstein Simplified shows a lot. Yeah. I did Model UN in high school for one year, and I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it was it was all right. I just I, I got kind of sleepy at one point. But uh, there was a guy three grades ahead of me that one year all he did I forgot he was like for for Congo or something, <laughs> and the the entire time he was just trying to lobby for the country to build its own Death Star. <laughs> the, the entire time, and he's—I uh, uh, don't know—it was just so funny. Eventually, they kicked him out, but he was, he was just like, "You don't, <laughs> yes, Congo, you don't understand how this—I don't know—is is Dan Nichols, but the yeah, his, his, Dan, Dan Nichols, Dan Nichols is what I call him. He's trying to lobby for that death. Stuff. What what is mock you in? Like? I mean, because I never did model or mock you in. I've only played this game, which I. Did Assume you, is kind of similar, but probably not exactly. Did y'all model like you in outfits and stuff? Yeah, no, you know, no. Like a runway, <laughs> we just wore polo shirts and button eyes. Model you in runway and everything. It's, it's very. Here's, here's the fashions of Congo. <laughs> 
Not notice, not the expo- notice the one exposed exhaust port. <laughs> <laughs> this is just oh god. No, I'll be honest. The only reason I signed up for it was to. I was like 15 at the time, and I wanted to get out of school for a couple days. Oh, so you stayed there the whole time. Yeah, we did. It wasn't like a club that met. It's like, okay, we're picking up model you. No, this was like a one-time trip thing. Um, I think we had a few practices or something, but I, I just, you know, I was sleepy yeah. the majority of the time. Don't so, but it was entertaining to watch. And I got a note um, from a girl across. There was a, you know, like a, a C... I was going to say C-section table, but that just, that just sounds... A C-section table? C-section table, table. There, yes. was, there was... Okay, there were... A semicircle? Three... So. Yes, we'll go with that. Anyway, it was uh, wrapped around this big room, and uh, across the way, I, I forgot I forgot all the, what country she was for, it was this blonde-haired girl, and she wasn't particularly attractive, but I remember... You know, <laughs> you know, hey, blonde-haired girl, not particularly but, attractive. Because when you initially think blonde-haired girl, you think attractive. Immediately. Yeah. It just... <laughs> But um, no, you're allowed to you're allowed to pass notes to each other, um, just throughout the you know to this this good this is for USA or this is for so and so as long as it goes through the moderator or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, no, no, it had to go through the moderator. Like the general, like the the end. I don't want to say rally because once again, it's bad word choice. But the end uh, <laughs> meeting anyway. Um, but no, she she sent me a note across the way and it's like from USA or whatever and it said. Uh, to like, hey, I think you're really cute, or like, or no, this, or hey, this is really boring, isn't it? Ha ha, like winky face. And this is written out on a note. Yeah. And I was, just, and I looked at her, and she waved at me. I was just, like, just kind of gave her a half <laughs> smile, and I, oh yeah. And I didn't, I didn't. You, did, you couldn't see this, but Travis shuddered a little bit. Yeah. Just, this, girl, this girl was really not particularly interesting. <laughs> and then. We got to we got to the last like assembly or whatever, and uh, that's when if you wanted to pass a note to someone, they had to be looked at by the whoever. Right. And um, I had an air horn that I was going to blow at the end, and uh, and the guy the guy. Wait, came what, what country were you playing? Uh, somewhere in Africa. Let's uh, just say the let's just say the continent of Africa okay. as um, a whole. I forget where. All of Africa, except Congo. Except Congo. Except Congo. Once again, I was very sleepy this whole time, so I don't remember much. But anyway, um, this guy comes over to me after I pass the note along, like two minutes later, and he comes up behind me and says, do you have an air horn? I said, yes. He goes, give it to me right now. And I, I, I just surrender the air horn, but it's, uh, I, was, I was very upset. He didn't declare, I have an air horn. Oh, so you think someone sent you a note asking about the air horn? And the moderator read it and figured out you had an air horn? Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. Oh. So I was either sabotaged or someone just didn't know. I think it was that girl who rejected. It was that girl shuddered at her. It was yeah. USA. She's like, you don't yeah, like boy, me. Africa has a Coming nice air horn in his pocket there. Oh, is it actually an air horn? What a douchebag. <laughs> I was that, I was that that kid. So I didn't, do, I didn't have like any UN, but like in Spanish 2. It was like, this was like when I was a sophomore, I think it was a junior actually, I was a Spanish two in high school. Right. And at the end of it, we had to like come up with this whole, it, it was an airport sequence. Every mm-hmm. year he did the same thing every year. Everybody had all this, they come they made up their own lines and they wrote them out and he helped them convert them to Spanish or something like that. Well, me and like three other friends decided we're going to hijack the airplane <laughs> and, and rob people in the airport and like the, and the teacher, nobody knew about it. There's like, yeah. only three other people knew about it. So we're like, all of a sudden we just like. Yell stuff in Spanish, like, you know, give me all your valuables and things like that. And then, like, uh, one of the guys didn't realize that he, like, fell over and, like, knocked <laughs> some stuff down. And, like, I remember, like, the and the teacher's just looking at it. He starts shaking his head. And I remember 
we yell Requerdas de Alamo as we leave. <laughs> <laughs> it's only I can do in Spanish. It's like, so remember the Alamo. So yeah, so in this whole thing, which is hijack an airplane in Spanish two class. This is this is like ninety three or four. Ninety three. So way four. before we're, any. We're talking pre, yeah, yeah pre nine eleven. Yeah. Uh, we're good. How old were you? I was when this sixteen or seventeen. So, Travis yeah. is trying to figure out how old you when, are. No, I'm yeah. just saying when nine eleven. Give you a few years to mature and really plan. Anyway, um, oh no, Greg. but that those are not Spanish-speaking people. Uh, <laughs> well, we don't. Okay. Never we, mind. Them. We don't know Greg. They all went down with the plane. So, no. But no, I was, I was I was I was trying to think of just random stuff to do in Spanish, and we're like, let's do let's stage hijack because it's because it's always an airport or airplane. Yeah. Set up for every and, year. And so that would like, be the thing that they said in N93. So Required us the LMO. <laughs> Remember the LMO. Get over it. <laughs> Mexico figured something else out. Oh, I also figured out I was trying to recite a, uh, a stand-up act in Spanish. It was, you remember mm. John Panette when he was like, you know, you go now, you've been in full hour. You remember that guy, John Panette? He's like a real big guy. No. There's a sequence. It's like he, he was talking about like when he'd go to a buffet, the guy would, the Asian guy would get mad at him and oh, yell at and him. Oh, and then he would do an Asian accent. Yeah, just like I do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So I tried to do that in Spanish, and I was like, and one of the things is he goes, you eat like a killer whale. So I tried to say that in Spanish. Apparently, there's no Spanish word for killer. So I had to say, you eat like an assassin whale. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. so you eat like an assassin whale in Spanish. So that was the... That was about, that's about all I could do in Spanish too. I did really well in Spanish too. <laughs> did you? Did you continue your Spanish when you got into college? I tested out of it, so I was like, I'm not going to take you for a language. Oh wow! <laughs> do you know what sandwiches in Spanish? El sandwicho. I forgot. <laughs> take, away, take away the O. Actually, <laughs> El sandwich. El sandwich. <laughs> El sandwich. It's so great. It's, it's like so some so of my fun. favorite things was uh, I dos chicas in la cocina. Spanish for two, two women in the kitchen. There are two girls in the kitchen. Yeah, mm. I always like that phrase. There you go. And comelo y acuestate, which is eat it and go to bed, because we <laughs> learn we learn command phrases, and they're like one word. Command phrases. <laughs> and go to so bed. comelo is eat it. Make it so. <laughs> and sintate is sit down. You know stuff like that. Yeah. So. Siete. Sintate. Sintate. Sit down. Yeah. Center. But comelo y acuestate. Well, so acuestate is go to bed. When I went to college, I stopped taking Spanish, and I started taking Japanese. Really? Yeah. I almost went to Japan as soon oh. as I got out of college, because... I spoke their language, if, though. Yeah. If you go, I'm going with you. Yeah. There was a program, you you were probably still young enough for it, Travis, called JET. J-E-T. And, um... It was, it was for, um, fetuses? <laughs> so you're probably young enough. No. <laughs> It's it's for young people that that like are have just graduated college or have only been out of college for a few years and uh they uh I'm sorry. I've broken Travis, I'm sorry. Yeah. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Jeff. Uh but they uh you go to be an English a like an aide in an in English classes. Oh You're, awesome, okay. And um you there's the there's the jet program which is run by the Japanese government. And then there are like shady for-profit schools that do the same thing, and they're called prop plane programs. <laughs> they're not jet programs or jet. Yeah, but those the the, the shady the, the for-profit programs <laughs> are not the ones you want to be a part of because they will work you to the bone. Yeah. But the jet program is all right. Like they give you money, like they, you, they pay you and they fly you over there. They set you up with like housing and like you don't have to. You don't even really have to know Japanese all that much. But I got to the interview stage and had to go down to New Orleans. 
and get interviewed by the Japanese consulate. Like, I was Damn. at the stage right before. But I didn't want to go without my girlfriend. And I was like, oh, we're engaged now, and I want to bring her with me. And, like, I'm pretty sure that's why they didn't choose me to go to Japan. Oh, lame. So you're... So Jody kept yeah, you Yeah, Jody from... was my girlfriend at that point, too. Yeah. yeah. So you know, like... You you could get it. You could survive in Japan for uh, for a, a minute. Maybe okay. I mean it's been a long time since I took. And yeah. I only took maybe two years of it. That's still um, awesome. It's like I can't. I wouldn't be able to survive in like a completely Spanish speaking country. I could do like basic stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I could tell people to eat it and go to bed and <laughs> sit down. Well, I mean, that goes a long way. You'd be surprised. <laughs> Clear your desk for the test. That's what I could do. Hey, Megan Jones is here. Show well, up. Uh, right the end. That was not Aaron doing another Megan Jones impression. No. Did you we do are. one earlier? Yeah, I said, I said hey. Because <laughs> he was taking a selfie. Because he was taking a selfie. Oh. You know, uh, we were talking about taking a selfie. Yeah, I'll, I'll pass that on. Our, our listeners don't want to hear that story a second time. Because <laughs> no, it was barely worth it the first time. <laughs> Basically, Aaron killed the Pope. Yes, and became supreme ruler of Iran. Yeah, that's true. He was and, the Ayatollah. He and was the Ayatollah of Motorola. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Folks, I think that's going to be our our podcast for this week. Um, they, I think. I mean, we'll see what happens. Yeah, maybe we may maybe put some more in there. On. I don't know. Uh, but come see our live shows every Tuesday at eight fifteen at Scruffy City Hall here in Knoxville. And uh, do subscribe, of course, to this program. It's on iTunes and Stitcher and all those places. Hey, like us on Facebook. And, um, oh, vote for us. If that's still, I'm pretty sure that's still going on. Yeah, we're, going, we're running for president. Yeah. We're running for president. Grand leader if you're wrong. And, uh, slash Ayatollah. <laughs> slash Ayatollah. <laughs> Collectively. Collectively the Ayatollah. All of us. Just the, all of us. Uh, vote for us on uh, the top Hot Knox 2015 from Knox Mercury. That sounds like Knox something. Top, Knox Top else. Hot Knox. Hot Knox. Hot Knox 20. Hot Knocker. Hot Knox 25. It's the hottest. Yeah, it's, the, it's the 25 hottest improvers of Knoxville. Of oh, Knoxville. <laughs> list, school. list not completed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, <laughs> folks, we will talk to you later. Bye. Bye.